Hey, hey, welcome back to episode 34. Hi, guys. I'm so glad you're here. It is spring break over here, so my kids are off school, and it's been a little bit of a circus. It's so crazy because I had had so much planned for this week because I thought it was going to be so productive. Well, you know, my kids had plans too, and apparently I'm the taxi and the host and everything else, so and the wallet for everything they do. So anyways, but I signed up for this, so I'm in it to win it, baby. It's been a little crazy. I hope you guys are having a good week. Just to catch you up, we had an incredible Easter. We actually went down to LA and spent it with my parents, my family down there, and it was it was awesome. We actually went to their church for Easter service, and it was a Catholic church. You know, I grew up Catholic, and I love the Catholic tradition and Sitting in that church service, it was one of the best church services, let alone the best Easter services I had ever been to. And it's so funny because I, you know, God, please forgive me. You know, years ago, well, first of all, when I was Catholic for a minute, I used to think, well, that was it. It was Catholic or nothing, you know. And then when I became an evangelical Christian, it was like, well, that's it or nothing. And, and, but man, the more I'm around other faith traditions, walking with the Lord, the more I'm like, man, Jesus's church is so big and so grand and so on fire. And so I just, I literally was sitting in the church. I'm like, Lord, forgive me for ever judging anybody who claims to follow you, (laughs) you know, just because it may look different than me. And so it was just so powerful. You guys, Monsignor Torgerson is just an incredible man of God. And his message was his welcome alone should be published. Okay. It was like so inviting, so amazing. So the heart of God And in during his sermon, he was really humble. And he said, you know, they went through chaos like the rest of us with COVID. And as he was preparing for this Easter service, he said, you know, he was praying like, are we worthy to have people come back? And he just apologized for the church at large, you know, not just their church, but the church at large who have blown it or have pushed people away from God or just blown it in so many ways. And it was like, I literally, I was crying. It was so moving and so incredible. And just to witness that. And it was just, it was a holy time. I'll tell you what, at the end of the service, we didn't want to leave the sanctuary. Everybody was like hanging around. I don't think anyone wanted to leave that holy moment. It was just so amazing. We had an awesome Easter and it was really great to be with my parents. About a year and a half ago, my mom had COVID really bad and literally almost died. So we're on borrowed time with her. We know that. And we are so grateful. And I'll tell you what, just that whole experience and feeling like we really are on borrowed time has healed so much. Like it's just been really good. And I love my parents. They're just incredible people. And I'm so grateful for just years of healing and years of, man, just it's good maturing and and they're maturing (laughs) and I'm maturing and just more deep understanding of one another. And, you know, just walking this life together. It's, it's such a journey. But anyways, we had just the best time we had. I literally kept calling my parents saying like, thank you so much. It was incredible. So I'm just so grateful for good good times. You know that. So a year ago, uh, it was not such a great Easter for us. We were walking through some crazy health stuff in our family. And so those good times are just, I'm holding on to them because I do know there's just, there's always rough times. It's just, that's this broken world that we walk in. And so all that to say, I was super grateful. I'm super jazzed for today. So today we've just got, it's a quick encouragement episode. We've got a quote, we've got a scripture, and we've got a song for you. And I'm super pumped. I share a story in there too. I learned a life lesson last night, you guys. And it's it was pretty awesome. It was pretty profound and it's really affected me. So I'm super jazzed. Really excited to dive in with you. Let's dig in. Welcome to a Holy Mess podcast. 
All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times, especially when we're carrying grief or loss or wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who he created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. Okay, here we go. We're going to start with the quote of the week. The quote of the week is by Father Richard Rohr. Oh my gosh, I said it right. I've tried to say it like three other times and I blew it. So my speech impediment came out. So Father Richard Rohr, Rohr, oh my gosh, whatever. Father Richard, he's just an incredible man. And he's, I think he's almost in his 80s, but he has a retreat center in New Mexico and just has a great heart. Well, long story short, I had read this devotional this week, and then actually my good friend Carol emailed me this morning, and she said, hey, Danny, uh, you know, she listens to the podcast, and she said, I read this devotional, and I thought of your podcast. I think your listeners would like it. And so, Carol, thank you for that. I love it. It was the nudge I needed to mention it in today's episode. So, Father Richard, in this this devotional that he sent us, he talks about how we're all walking through life and how we have little deaths each season of our life, meaning you know, there's things within us, there's things, there's circumstances that die around us or that die off of us or that die even within us. These little deaths that we die each day, each week, each, each month, each year, right? And there's there's grief that goes with it. There's loss. There's relief sometimes when some of these, you know, negative things are die off of us. That's amazing time of transformation. But some of our transformations from death to life, it's painful and it's hard and it's it's a hard walk, but the way he articulated it was beautiful. And I want to share a quote from how he articulated the whole thing. So Father Richard says, the miracle of it all, if we are to speak of miracles, is that God has found the most ingenious way to transform the human soul. God uses the very thing that would normally destroy us, the tragic, the sorrow, the painful, the unjust deaths that lead us all to the bottom of our lives to transform us. There it is in one sentence. Are we prepared to trust that? That's by Father Richard. So again, I want to read it one more time. I want to read this one part in particular, but about the miracle of it all. If we are to speak of miracles, it is that God has found the most ingenious way to transform the human soul. God uses the very thing that would normally destroy us, the tragic, the sorrowful, the painful, the unjust death that leads us all to the bottom of our lives to transform us. Oh my gosh, you guys, that sentence is like so jam-packed with the mysteries and the miracle of walking this this spiritual life with Jesus. I mean, it's incredible how God can take the very thing that we thought would kill us and bury us forever and actually use that tragedy, that, that heartache, that regret and transform us. And it's incredible. I mean, I just, I love this. So I put the quote 
in the show notes. I'll also put a link to his website in case you guys want to follow him or get his daily devotionals. You can also email me and I can forward you one of his emails and you can sign up through that way, I'm sure. But this one just really got me and it it invoked like the truth within our souls that we all just have to continually come back to, especially when we're walking through a hard time or when we're in, a, you know, just the depths of our of our being struggling. It's amazing to hold on to the hope of that resurrection not necessarily a physical resurrection but you guys these things in our life that Jesus that God wants to partner with us to still resurrect within us and to transform us from the inside out right and not have to be so controlled by our circumstances i mean you guys that is what i'm after i do not want circumstances to control my peace or to control my hope or to control my joy or any of that stuff because if i'm if i'm hanging my hat on my circumstances honestly I'm screwed. Like circumstances come and go. Circumstances, some circumstances are so hard. Some circumstances we will question the rest of our lives. But if we can absolutely allow and surrender these places and allow ourselves to live from the inside out and trust the fact that literally the most ingenious thing that God has done for us is to transform our souls through these painful and sorrowful and tragic things in our lives and these bottoms, so to speak, that we hit, that then we get to actually live a life with hope and with peace and allow these things to transform us and not just, you know, live a life of despair and misery. I just think there's so much more for us than that. And so anyways, I love this quote. I love Father Richard Rohr. I said his name right. Yes. And um, that quote moved me. So Carol, thank you again for emailing me and encouraging me to share that with with the podcast folks. So, okay. And it really honestly goes right into the scripture of the week. Before I share the scripture of the week, I want to share a little story that happened last night. So uh, it's spring break and we decided to redo Kenzie's room for her 16th birthday. Her 16th birthday is next month. And so we're redoing her room. We're, we're just kind of totally doing a DIY makeover for her room. Okay. She's super jazzed about it. So last night we went shopping bought a bunch of stuff, a new bookshelf, a new little thing for her bed. I mean, just a ton of stuff. And we were loading it in the Jeep. We jumped in the car, drove home, began to rain a little bit, but it wasn't too bad. And then we got home, we unloaded it. And then I went, oh, wait, we forgot a bunch of stuff. We literally left a shopping cart full of stuff, like the most valuable stuff in the parking lot. Okay. So I called the store and thank you, Jesus. Somebody had uh, pushed the shopping cart back into the store for us and the manager had the cart. So we jumped back in the Jeep, drove down about 30, 40 minute drive to go to the store. So we got to the store and it's so funny when we got back in the Jeep again for our trip back home, Kenzie went, oh my gosh, thank God. There's such good people still in this world that, you know, didn't steal our stuff or try to return it and get the money or anything like that. So you guys, there's good people out there. So thank you for whoever pushed my shopping cart back into the store for us. So we had the stuff for Kenzie's room. So we're driving home. So as soon as we hit the freeway, I'm not kidding you. It was like a monsoon rainstorm. It was like, honestly, nothing I'd ever seen or nothing I'd seen in a long time. I live on the central coast of California and I I did grow up in Buffalo, but I barely remember the blizzards and all that. But this weather was like insane. It was like raining sideways. It was insane. Okay. So typically Danny gets anxiety when I drive in the rain. I have since I was a kid, like 16 years old, and I'm still get anxiety when I drive in the rain. I just don't like it. Okay. 
So last night I'm driving in the rain and I can barely see 10 feet ahead of me. And so I'm literally forced to focus on those little dividers. You know what I'm talking about. The lines in the road with the reflectors, right? That keep you in your lane. I'm literally like looking like two <laughs> reflectors ahead because that's all I can see. And I realized I peace came over me because I wasn't looking so far ahead that I couldn't see and had you know, waves of despair and anxiety roll over me. Like, should I just pull over and give up and just wait? But that didn't feel safe because we're, you know, on the freeway, right? So I just kept going. I went a little bit below the speed limit, but I just hugged the line and followed the little reflectors in the road. And honestly, you guys, it was, I had less anxiety last night driving in the rain than I think I've ever had in my entire life. And let me just give a shout out to Kenzie because she's, uh, we're teaching her to drive. But last night she taught me that little trick, which I'm like, oh my gosh, why have I not known that? And you guys are probably like, Danny, you're an idiot. How did they ever give you a license in the first place? But I don't know. I just, this has been my struggle. I didn't even know that you're supposed to be looking at the reflectors when it's raining. Okay. Anyways, my point to you is Holy moly, I had such peace. The anxiety went away because I wasn't so concerned about 100 yards down the road. I was just concerned about my little space on the road. And in my peripheral vision, I could see we were safe and, and you know, there wasn't, there was, that was part of the issue too. There weren't a lot of cars on the road. So it made me anxious because I couldn't see like the taillights close, close by. Here's the scripture of the week that goes with this story. And I'm going to tie it all together. Okay. Psalm 17 verses five through eight. And this is the Passion Translation. If you have not downloaded the Passion Translation on the Bible app, I'd really encourage you to. It's fantastic. It's been around about, I think about 10 years and it's poetic. It's beautiful. It's rich. And I don't think they're done translating it from the original text. So I think they only have the the New Testament and then the Psalms and the Proverbs. And I believe uh, the book of Isaiah is done. But anyways, okay. So this is Psalm 17, Uh, verse five through eight, the Passion Translation. My steps follow in the tracks of your chariot wheels, always staying in their path, never straying from your way. You will answer me, God. I know you always will. Hear my words like you always do as you listen to my every prayer. Magnify the marvels of your mercy to all who seek you. You are the loving savior of all who turn aside to hide themselves in you. Protect me from harm. Keep an eye on me as you would a child who is reflected in the twinkling of your eye. Yes, hide me within the shelter of your embrace. Oh my gosh. I love this scripture. I love this section of scripture for so many reasons. But last night I was reminded, you know, my steps follow in the tracks of your chariot wheels. You guys, I literally, like if you've ever followed a chariot, which I have not, but I'd assume when you're close to a chariot and you're in their chariot wheels, you're getting getting hit with some dust, you're getting hit with some rocks, right? Like life hits us, even though we are in the path, we're on the right path, we're following the right chariot, we still are getting hit with life. We're still getting hit with dust and rocks and, and all of that. But you guys, it brought me such peace because for so long in my life, I don't know about you, but I wrestled whenever I struggled, like, oh my gosh, I must be doing something wrong. I must be sad because I'm doing something wrong. I must be angry because I'm doing something wrong. I must be anxious because I'm doing something wrong. When the reality is that's part of life. It's part of the emotions. I mean, God made us with these emotions, with these minds, with these bodies, with these circumstances, all of that, that affects us, right? And our spiritual beings are affected by all of this, but it just so blessed me to think about, just put your head down, 
right? Stay in the, in the tracks of the chariot wheels like I did last night, following the reflectors on the road, hugging the line, and I just had peace. I didn't look too far ahead because when you try to look too far ahead, I'm telling you, I look five years, 10 years, 20 years ahead, and I just get anxious. I just, there's all this stuff that could be, right? Or it could not. I don't know. But that one scripture, right? Why worry about tomorrow when today has enough trouble of its own? And so, but this scripture just brought it all together for me last night, especially driving in the rainstorm where it just helped me, you know, just staying in my lane and staying in the present moment. And just knowing that, yeah, sometimes that's, you're still going to get rained on and it's okay. You're not doing anything wrong. You're not being punished. You're not off on the wrong path. Like that's part of life. It's part of even our journey with the spiritual life and the spiritual walk with Jesus. And so I just wanted to encourage you too. I wanted to pray this part over all of us, but Jesus, will you magnify the marvels of your mercy to all who seek you? God, I thank you that my friends are seeking after you. God, I thank you that your mercy is rich. And so, Lord, would you help us to be aware of the mercies all around us? God, I thank you that you are a loving Savior. God, and I just pray, Father, that you would help us to know that we can hide within you. And and I don't even know what that means. It feels like a mystery to me. It feels like words, Lord, but I know there's something special and miraculous, Lord, when I can actually breathe and surrender and trust you. And so, Lord, I pray the same thing for my friends, Lord, that we can hide, that we can surrender ourselves unto you, Father. And Lord, I thank you for that scripture that says, keep an eye on me as you would a child who is reflected in the twinkling of your eye. God, I think about a newborn baby when the, you know, when their daddy or their mommy's holding them, God, and just the twinkling in their eye. God, I thank you. You have that same twinkling for my friend, Father. And I pray that they would sense that and sense your protection. And so Lord, we just take a deep breath right now in with the good and out with the bad. (laughs) We used to do that with my kids. But Lord, I just pray, Father, that you would just bless my friend in Jesus' name. Amen. You guys, I love that scripture. Oh my gosh. Okay. And honestly, it goes with the song. So my friend Jackie, shout out to Jackie, you're amazing, um, sent me the soundtrack to Need to Breathe. Or no, actually, she told me about it, and then I downloaded it. But the soundtrack to Need to Breathe is phenomenal, and the song Into the Mystery is so good. It's an acoustic uh, worship set, and it it was phenomenal. But I want to say some of the words to you, because I believe it ties right into the quote and the scripture and all of that. But Uh, this album, uh, Into the Mystery, the song, I'm sorry, the song Into the Mystery, the words go, it's hard to see it and still believe it. You've always lived deep within my heart. Follow me into the mystery. From From my shallow grave, I've prayed to find the strength to crawl, the strength to climb up to the surface, untie my hands. Sorrow had a purpose, but it's time to stand. You guys, it's so much better than I just said, but oh my gosh, I'd encourage you to download it. I'll put a link to it in uh, in the show notes for YouTube, iTunes, and Spotify because it's just really good. Anyways, if you've ever literally prayed for the strength to crawl or the strength to climb, the song will speak to your heart. So I hope you enjoy it. Also, I wanted to mention if you are walking through a really hard time and you want someone to hold your hand through a spiritual practices, you know, how do you pick up these spiritual practices to uh, grow closer to God and to really deal with your stuff? And, you know, as you walk through this, this journey of healing and inner healing and all that. Anyways, I just wanted to mention if, if you're in that place too, I wanted to let you know the spiritual intentions framework could be a great asset to you. Uh, as we dive into this stuff, you know, we're diving into prayer and we're diving into meditation. We're diving into 
community, the power of community. We're diving into physical well-being. All of these things, these spiritual practices that, you know, when we're walking through a hard time, it's kind of a reset. And honestly, the spiritual intentions framework could be a partner with you in that reset of your heart and of your mind as you build your rebuild your foundation as you find spiritual practices to encounter God's goodness and his love and his mercy one day at a time right it, it's incredible when we can go away and encounter Jesus in a mountaintop experience and at a retreat and that sort of thing. But you guys, how do we do it one day at a time? How do we do it, you know, in the muck and the mire of the hard things of life? And I believe we have to be intentional with that, right? I And so anyway, so that's one of the reasons also why we created the Spiritual Intentions Framework. If you want to dive in uh, to that framework, you can always go to the link in the show notes to find out more. Anyways, I love you guys. Uh, I wanted to keep this short today, so hopefully it blesses you, and I hope you know that you're not alone, and we'll be back soon with another episode in a couple of days. All right, let me say a prayer over you. I know I just prayed that scripture over you, but let me just, Jesus, I thank you for my friend. I thank you, God, that you love them and that you have a plan for them and that you are with them. God, no matter what they're going through, I thank you, Jesus, we are not alone. Bless my friend, protect them, guard them by the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, bless you guys. See you soon. Actually, no, I won't see you. I'll talk to you soon, okay? (laughs) Bye. Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh, or triggered you, hey, that's growth, please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. Have a great week. See you next time.